Okay, welcome to episode two, episode dos. We're still here. We're still here. We've survived to a second episode. Welcome to episode two of the Get Buckets podcast. Paul, James, do you, do you, do you get buckets? Oh, I get buckets. I get buckets. He's lying. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Welcome back. It's been a week. A week since uh, the last time. Less, less, less than yeah. a week, but a lot happens in playoff NBA time, mm. which normally is not in September. Yeah, it's confusing. Yeah, I feel like we can get later in the podcast into what on earth is going to happen next season. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen with, with dates. It's going to be weird, but you know, we'll get to that when we get to our NBA news segment. First, we've got a few things to review. In the last episode, uh, we were drinking rum and lilt, and, I, and we weren't sure if people would know what Lilt was. Turns out, Lilt is a Coca-Cola company product. Of course. <laughs> not available in the States. Well, there you go. So, they get Coke. They got new Coke in, was it the 80s? The 90s? But they don't get Lilt. Missing out, America. They are missing out. It's really good. Yeah. With rum, it tastes like, I don't know, a, a holiday on the beach. <laughs> a drunken holiday on the beach. Exactly. And yeah, uh, today we got another unusual combo. Yeah, it seems like we've invented drink of the week. This week, Paul has brought me a very strange colour yes. liquid. Yes, this was my choice. I'm going to uh, try and describe what this looks like. Medicine, I would say. Yeah, medicine. it's got a medicine-y vibe, but it's not It's not as dark as like a... It's sort of like if you left medicine and diluted it and left it in the sun for a week, mm-hmm. you would end up with this mm-hmm. colour. It doesn't look appetising. It's probably a taste quite similar to that as well. Oh, God. It's, yeah. it's quite weak, I think, because I... Um, well, it is a Thursday, so... Yeah. <laughs> Got to keep it, you know, mellow on a Thursday. Tell the audience what it is you're making me drink. Uh, well, it's apple juice and, nice. of course, some Jägermeister. Jägermeister and apple juice. So if you can imagine what those two mixed looks like, that's the colour I'm about to drink. I like it. So, um, here's to you, Paul. Mm. I will try this for the first time now. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um... <laughs> Oh my god, it's weird. It, oh. I think it's nice. It's, oh, how do you describe that flavour? It is like someone put cough medicine in your juice. That is a good way, to, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's it. Not necessarily in a bad way, but I feel like it's going to like clear out my chest. Mm-hmm. It's bronchial. Mm-hmm. I don't know if listeners outside of England know Cavonia, but I feel like I'm having <laughs> Cavonia and Apple. Could have invented a new, uh, new cough medicine. Wow. So that's what I'll be drinking through this episode. Um... I'm definitely going to feel like my voice is opened, like my chest has opened up a little bit after that, so thank you for that. Uh, we have one last thing to cover from our last episode where I admitted to the world that I didn't really like Jimmy Butler mostly because of his face, mm-hmm. um, and that I didn't really know why. It's come out in the news, They've everyone's been talking about his dream story, he was homeless at one point and all that. His mum kicked him out because of his face. Didn't like his face. Didn't like his face. Yeah. So, the poor guy, his whole life... <laughs> People like, don't like your face. I don't, I don't mind his face. Do you He's know got... what? I feel bad now, and maybe I can turn... He plays for the Heat. If it weren't for that, I would like maybe persuade myself to like him, but... The, the Heat! They got nice kits. Well, yeah. Right. Well, we've reviewed our things from the last episode, which of course means it's time for News of the Week. What's going on in the world of basketball? Did you hear the news? Politics? We did promise last episode there'd be more jingles. Mm-hmm. Um, that took us a whole, I don't want to say, 25 seconds to record. Uh, yeah, a bit longer, a bit, a bit longer. longer. Yes. A couple of takes, you see. Yeah. You struggled to get the last singing bit right. Yeah, we needed yeah. to get a harmony on that because we're a high-class show. <laughs> um, drafted in uh, my wife, thank you very much to my wife for the harmony on that. I couldn't quite get it right, I tried. 
Now, that brings us to news of the week. Have you got anything you'd like to bring up? Uh, I think we get straight to playoffs. I Talk straight, to me. Straight to it. Talk to me. Raps, Celtics. Oh, whoa. Mm-hmm. oh, did we? I only saw the highlights, but I missed a game there. Yeah. Double overtime. Well, I, I woke up and first thing I did was put on uh, NBA on my phone. Yeah. And I saw a headline. 2.0 now turn it off straight away it's like no turn off and spoilers <laughs> if you've got anyone who's you know in a time zone similar to America you won't understand but we have to like a lot of the time watch it the next day so spoilers is a real issue for oh, us yeah. social media yeah. it's like you have to black out and I want to know so it's, it's even harder it, yeah you have to pick when, but I'm I'm, I'm going to watch game 7 oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. that'll be on Saturday Friday Saturday Oh, I don't know. I'd have to open the app to know, but I'm, I'm going to watch that one because it's so big. I watched the highlights from Game Six there in bed before work. Because I mean, <laughs> Boston have given Toronto a real run. Mm-hmm. They've scared them and they've shook them up a little bit. Yeah. Did you see? Um, obviously, everyone saw the OG Ananobi game winner in the in game. Was it Game Three? Game yeah. Three. Yeah. Um, but it's been going around on social media. Not that, but the look at Kyle Lowry's face. Have you seen this? Is a shot oh. of him oh, yeah, okay. He just looks like a happy child. Yeah, I didn't like do like a, a sitcom. Yeah, sitcom style. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so happy. Um, so yeah, it's it's. Oh man, what what a game! Oh my goodness, what yeah. a game! I mean, we've established that you don't like Boston because of their kits. Yep, you don't like them because of the Knicks. Yeah, exactly. So many reasons to want them to lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Raptors have the British player. So they've got OG. <laughs> he is the OG. British Chile was four, lived in London. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously the influence of, I don't know, smog? Smog and rain? Is what made him the gritty player <laughs> he is today. Yeah. Knocking down last minute game winners in what, what was it, 0.5 they had on the clock for that inbound? 0.5? Oh. I think it was, yeah, I think it was half a second. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, it was. That, oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Which uh, is enough to catch and shoot in NBA bylaws. This double OT was ridiculous. Oh, it was. I was sat. I was sat through the highlights, and I was feeling pretty down tempo because I'm trying to adopt the Raptors as kind of a team I follow. And just because I'd watched Boston run them a couple of games, I just had a bad feeling. And every time it went OT, I was like, Oh no! I know. I know. Oh no! And, they, and then didn't they? Who was it? Missed one. Someone. Someone missed the three at the end. I think it was Marcus Smart to take it. It would have tied it again. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just sat there like, well, I mean, he's going to make that. That was close, yeah. He's yeah. going to make, and he didn't, and I was so happy. You see the thing with uh, Nick Nurse on the sideline? Where he looked like he was having an existential crisis? No, it's different, it's different. He was stood like, basically next to the court, on almost on the line, and Jason Tatum threw him the ball, basically, and the people kicking off being like, <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't see that. I got, oh. Yeah, I got a picture. He, he stood. Pass it, pass it to the coach. He stood. Let me find it. Here we go. Oh, Where my God. Tatum's a good player as well. Why is he passing to the coach it's of the other team? 45 seconds in the fourth. Yeah. And there's Nick Nurse in the corner. Nick, what? What's yeah. he doing there? He's like, I, 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 got, I got Tatum. Don't worry about him. I, I guess, got him. That's my man. He, I, I got him. You got to score on me. Yeah, and who, who's their shooting guard? Uh, who are we talking about? And on Celtics, he called him out. I think a little bit. Uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. I said, yeah. yeah, you shouldn't be like doing. Was it that. in the last minute though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you fourth. see now yeah. it was. Um, oh, what's his face? Indiana legend Skinny shoots threes. Did the choking thing as the Knicks give me a name. Oh, uh, uh, Reggie Miller. Thank you, yeah. Reggie Miller. Once said he was talking about this famous um, last minute play. Was it against? Jo- I, I forget who it was against. But he runs around. He curls around. Um, a screen because they know it's going to him to shoot to win the game and he literally just pushes a guy off him like <laughs> oh yes yeah, yeah, pushes yeah. him right off to get free and there was an interview with him where he went don't worry about it last two minutes the rest swallow the whistle and that's always sort of stuck out in my head that it has to be something really big for them to whistle in that moment it's not going to be these little chippy things so they're looking they're like, they don't care the I think that push was on Jordy you know I think could be yeah, in my mind it's like get away MJ I need, I need to be free because yeah. you're too good yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. I like it, Nick Nurse, six man, six man <laughs> of the year, literally, just one foot on the court, just give it me, corner free. And uh, I got a hot take. Oh, kind of. Well, someone else's hot take. Oh, oh. Do you agree with this hot take? Uh, I yes. Oh, I you're do. adopting a hot take. This is from Brad Stevens. Oh. Yeah. Said, uh, Kyle Lowry, it might be the most underrated player in the game. Oh, big! T- I love him. 
Yeah. I love him. He can shoot, he can dribble, he can pass, he doesn't rush it. The offense of the Raptors is so good to watch. They're so patient. They'll give up an all right shot to find a great one. And they'll do it over and over, even if they do that in the first five possessions and they're down by 10. They believe that mm-hmm. they're going to find a rhythm, keep doing that, they'll get good shots, they'll win. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to watch, and it takes some really good coaching to believe that. And I think it starts with your ball handlers, it starts with your stars like Kyle, you know. He doesn't. He could because, you know, after um, Kawhi had gone and after um, DeRozan had gone, he could have been like, I'm the big man, I'm going to take all the shots and yeah. I'm going to do whatever yeah. I want. But he doesn't, it's he moves style. the ball. He takes charges. Yeah. Although Pascal Siakam, since the, the bubble, not been the same Pascal as the season. He's not. I think his own improvement went to his head a little. But yeah. he's, you know, he's, he's, he's still good. I think Struggling. I think he'll come good. Yeah. Um, uh, that that is, that is That is a hot, a hot take. take. Yeah. Ooh, that's, hot, that's, hot. <laughs> that's, that's how hot it is we have a jingle for it it's so hot <laughs> needed needed it's needed and appropriate for this show uh, books they gone <laughs> they, they, gone. <laughs> they gone I don't have a jingle for this gone We've got elimination let's do that oh! yeah. elimination they gone they gone elimination that uh, was worth our time most definitely worth our time yeah, I mean, that for me is one of the big surprises of the season. Yeah. I thought they were going to steamroll the East. Me too, me too, but yeah, but it didn't happen. Didn't what do you happen. think went wrong? Uh, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know. Cause you see, I haven't actually watched that series. Like, No, me neither. I don't like the Heat, and um, I just I just didn't see him beating the Bucks. I didn't think it was one to watch. As soon as, as, soon as <laughs> it went to uh, three games down, I thought that's done. And when Yanis went down, I was like, well, that's definitely done. Um, yeah. But uh, Heat are the lowest seed to reach the finals since 1999. Oh, yeah? And who did it in 99, baby? Let me guess. The Knicks? It was the New Orleans, <laughs> baby. They are the only eight seed to make the finals. Did they make the NBA finals? Oh, did they? A conference, I think. I don't think they won the conference, so yeah, yeah, the NBA finals, yeah. They went on a run with Latrell Sprewell dunking on fools. And there's been a lot of, like, talk now with Giannis is he staying you know, trading what's going on with that uh, and I saw a headline said Bucks expected to shop Bledsoe so maybe we're going to like get out some sporting cast to get better sporting yeah, casting yeah try and shop some pieces about see if someone will take off their contract so they can go shop well it's win now for them mm. you know if they want to keep him they have to go for yeah, win yeah. now there's no point holding off for the future you go all in now mm. um, although I also saw from Open Court on Facebook they said uh, like Clippers want to trade for Giannis which I mean you could put breaking news insert name here <laughs> wants to trade for Yanis no one's going to get a call from Milwaukee like Yanis on the table what are you offering I'm busy <laughs> I'm sorry if you're not offering Bledsoe as well then I'm not in you know it, it, it's one of those things that I could be a sports writer but I thought it was interesting because like, the only thing you could trade really would be Paul George and like are they giving him Paul George already see at the start of the bubble he was on fire mm-hmm. but um, oh, what is he um, playoff P yeah, not, not it's up. become a bit of a running joke, hasn't mm. it? That you know, when it gets to kind of the gritty moments, he's he's not really there. Yeah. Um, of course, that's what you want Kawhi for because that guy is a robot. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the stats from the last game last night, but Kawhi basically led the team. Interesting. In every way. Interesting. Let me see if I can pull those up. Uh, clips. I think Paul George only took ten shots the whole game. Had like 10, 11 points. Oops. Um, yeah. Oopsie. Uh, see if I can get the stats up here. Uh, okay, so they won 113 107, so it wasn't that tight. No. Um, box score, that's all the, all the stats. Kawhi played 42 minutes. <laughs> wow. Holy moly, that's some minutes. Marcus Morris played 35 minutes. Wow. Big minutes. So Kawhi went 1 1, uh, one, one and 6 from three-point line so he wasn't really dropping shots but he must have made key ones mm-hmm. uh, I was wrong on Paul George he did it right in fact it's the same game uh, I'm looking here 14 rebounds uh, 6 assists 2 blocks um, and 23 points for Kawhi so that, that's quite there a stat go. line well, there you go. not bad at all I'm looking up but Paul George 32 points 5 of 7 from 3 12 of 18 from the field it's really good. Um, did he did he finally turn up? 
I think the clip's now 3-1 up. I think it's done. I think. Although, Denver came back last time from 3-1 down, so maybe it's not done. It's a very, very different squad you're looking at there, isn't it? Because, you know, Denver, who are their most experienced players? Millsap. Millsap's uh, old now, is it? 35. Yeah, I looked it today. Jokic isn't particularly old, I don't think. No. Um, Murray's young. They're, they're like an up-and-coming team, aren't they? So I'm never quite sure what to expect from them. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I was a betting man, I bet the odds on Clippers winning the fourth game is like not not a big win if you're betting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that's that's a pretty sound bet yeah. for most people, anyway. Um, what else we got in the news? Uh, well, I guess only team left. Well, Lakers I think they're going to win six five. I mean, they're not played. What's the, current, what's the current series record? Uh, it's two one, I think. Yeah, two one to Lakers. What do you think? Uh, you see, I thought they would struggle more in this series, mm-hmm. but they seem to be doing okay. I thought that you know, watching. I mean, Houston's a weird team. Yeah. They're a weird team because most teams you can describe describe their style of play. Houston, a couple of seasons ago, I could kind of describe their style yeah. of play. It was like. Rim running big, pick and roll, lots of shooters. Yeah, yeah, Clint Capella, right? And he was just yeah. And when they got rid of him, I was like, "That's a change." And I'm not really sure what you're thinking, mm. but now it seems like three shooters, two ISO guards, going to go to work. ISO, 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 ISO. Occasionally dish out. So much of their team depends on PJ Tucker as well. Yeah, <laughs> taking that pick. it's it's weird, but I, see, I think the older, I think the pre Westbrook Rockets would be better in this series. I just, I don't see what Me they too. were thinking with that trade. Yeah, well, I, I can see Lakers finding it quite easy. Yeah, I think Lakers and six. That's what I'm thinking. But I mean, what is it? Two one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe Rockets can pull out one more, but I wouldn't be hugely surprised if it were Lakers in five. Maybe yeah. it's this medicine juice talking. <laughs> no. Right. And another swig of my cough medicine with apple juice brings me on to our second segment, which uh, is all about the awards. Yeah, award awards. discussions. Because all the awards were given out, apart from some of the weird ones like Executive of the Year. Which I no mean, one, no one cares. What? Um, I've been waiting to hear. <laughs> Executive of the Year. I mean, I, I couldn't even tell you. The, uh, the only thing not being announced yet is MVP. Which uh, well, we can have a debate on that maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's look at who's already won things. Mm-hmm. So most improved player, who won it? Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, who has my uh, last name, so I have his jersey. That's very true. <laughs> That's, if someone in the league had my last name, I'd buy their jersey. Yeah, okay. Every time they trans, yeah. it, they you know they got traded, I'd be buying every jersey with that name, and I'd be like, "Did you get that customized?" No. <laughs> it's like my great 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 uncle Brandon. What are you on about? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. He's definitely someone I can see winning it. I can't say for sure that he's the only one that deserves this this shout, but was, when he was uh, shipped out of LA, I think people were wondering if he was a bust. Yeah, but I think he, he did. He scored well in LA, so not. Yeah, he did, and the problem is that that LA team wasn't great, and they didn't seem no. to make any steps forward. And then, of course, you know what happens when LeBron comes in? Everybody out. Where, where's where, where are my boys? My same yeah. team. Kevin Love to LA, no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I can see it. He's done really, really well in New Orleans. He is a player that coming out of college, they thought this is the next Kevin Durant, you know, lanky, long, with some guard skills. Mm. He, his his ceiling of what he could be is huge. Yeah. So it's nice to see him take that step. I, I, I support that. I think there's other people that should have been in with a shout. Graham, someone? Well, Devontae yeah. Graham, yeah, that brings me to the news I wanted to discuss, which was Luka Doncic was one of the finalists for most improved player. And I just disagree. I mean, we improved, Euro- but yeah, but we're European, so we knew the legend of Luca coming out of Europe. Mm. Like I've been hearing about this guy at Real Madrid for a long time. None of this was a surprise to Europeans, I don't think. I think Americans are always worried about you know European busts and all that, but this kid coming through, I don't think there was any doubt. I remember you saying before the draft, being like, "This guy is going to be amazing." And I was like, yeah. please, please trade up. Please <laughs> trade up to that spot. Lots of American teams are going to take random college you know, post players instead because they're more certain of it. But come on, Nick, straight in there. <laughs> Can have the Eurobockers. That was going to be the team. But no, unfortunately, the Mavs are smarter and they've got that history with Dirk, haven't they? So they should, But he's not a most improved player for me because he was already stellar. Yeah, yeah. Is he massively different from last season? 
It's just this box score has jumped up, hasn't it? I think that's the big, yeah. big jump. I mean, maybe it's maybe it was more of a surprise to others yeah. than it was to me, but that to me didn't look like much. Are you happy with Ingram then taking it? Yeah, but I gotta be honest. If I was forced to vote, I might have voted for Adebayo. Really? Are those three? Are the Luca Bam? Yeah, um, as most improved player. Like actually, you know what? Yeah, because yeah. I think last year I didn't know his name. Now suddenly he's yeah, an all-star. Yeah, and he's, he's turned <laughs> up. And what I like about he does a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. It's not just like I'm an all-star who just gets dunks. You yeah, know, yeah. he does a little bit of everything, and he does it real smooth uh-huh. and kind of without any kerfuffle. There's a word. Be nice though, being Ingram. You got traded from LeBron, and then win a war. You're like, okay, screw you, LeBron. I'd like, screw to, you. I'd like to see New Orleans go on a run. I really would. I do think they'll trade Lonzo. I hope they trade Lonzo. I think they'll trade Lonzo because Brandon's your ball runner, isn't he? Yeah, Lonzo was trash in the bubble. Yeah, he didn't really. I mean, the problem with Lonzo is if he ain't shooting, he's screwed. He's such an elite passer, especially in the open court. Yeah. The problem is in the half court, if you can't shoot, you can't make the space to make the pass. Yeah. He changed his shot, didn't they? They changed his shot from that weird, that weird the, sideways flick thing. from his hip. They changed it. I it think comes from the yeah. hip and goes over it's very very strange I saw a video they've kind of got it back to like uh, shoot coach has got into like a normal shot which um, is good but how you get to the NBA with a shot like that I don't I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't know even I know my mechanics I sit looking at you know alignment even Noah was like what the hell's that yeah <laughs> Joakim Noah was there shooting with his wrist backwards going sort it out dude come on <laughs> league's waiting um, yeah so I mean the problem is is that here Luca's been saying what happened to Devante Graham and he said yeah I shouldn't be on that list Devonta Graham should be he even tagged him on Twitter now if we have a look I look at his stats from season to season it's a massive jump you've got games played and this season he's gone up by 20 he's gone from 46 to 63 you've got um, games started last season he started 3 this season he started 53 minutes played last season 14 this season 35 mm. uh, what else have we got what's um, the point what's the point increase uh, that's annoyingly right at the end of the Yeah, last season, oh, wow. 4.7 points per game. This season, 18.2. He was robbed. <laughs> that is that is an improvement, right? Now, for the sake of it, I'm going to look up Lucas to see if his improvement is that drastic, okay? Because in my mind, 4.7 to 18.2 is absolutely insane. What's he got? What's his points? Let's have a look. Let's look at his points first. So, yeah, oh, wow. from 21 okay. to 28. Which is an improvement. He went from get. He actually played less games this season, but I suppose that sort of makes sense because of the shortened season. Yeah. His games started less, but really he starts all games. Minutes played mostly the same. What do you assist that? What's he got? His because uh, it was almost triple double this year for a while. Up from six to eight point eight. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, that's an improvement. But is it most improved when you look at Devontae's stats? No. Luca, we salute you. <laughs> Um, because that is a big shout and quite humble to do. Yeah. You know, you've been called out for an award and you said, I shouldn't even be on the list, never mind. Or, you know, coming towards the end of it and in the top three, it should have been Devontae. And do you know what? I completely agree. Now, what about... Uh, is that a hot take? Yeah, well, you know what? Let's do hot take, because I want that's these... Jingles. Hot take. Ooh, that's hot. That's hot. That is hot. That is hot, but I mean, that's, that's Luca's hot take. Yes. Now, let's move on to six man, which often... Is a weird award because often you can struggle to find someone. Yeah, it's like who's getting buckets off the bench. I remember Jamal Crawford was always like the backup option. Yeah, because yeah. he's a walking bucket. Yeah, he yeah. gets buckets. And now Lou Williams is like the backup. Whoever can, oh, yeah, it is. It's it's a weird award because it's someone who's scoring off the bench and really giving you a buzz off your bench, isn't it? Um, do we know who won this? Montres Harrell. You see, now I haven't watched much clips, so it's hard for me to comment he on He is this. a good bench player, but for me, Dennis Schroeder was robbed. Oh, uh, Dennis Schroeder, the German Schroeder, lad. yeah, he, um, he was robbed. With the absolutely. weird yellow thing going on in his hair. Yeah, he was great with uh, running OKC with Chris Paul. Okay, really well, good. I'll ask you a couple of questions, because I haven't seen much of these two. Uh-huh. Does Montrez Harrell get buckets? He does, yeah. I get buckets. That's to you, Montrez. <laughs> Does Dennis Schroeder get buckets? You know what? He gets buckets. Well, respect to them. Now, the other finalist was Lou Williams. I, I mean, I don't even feel like I, I feel like I don't need the jingle for Lou. We know he gets buckets. Yeah. He is. If you ever play 2K 
and you get that award as microwave. <laughs> like, you just know it's him. <laughs> you just know it's him. Straight off the bench, he's heating yeah. up immediately. He thinks he can go at everyone. But so he is the backup option. Yeah. A bit with, with, uh, with bench plays, though, because it's more than just scoring, you know? There's other guys on the bench who do. And whether you score. lead the team, because yeah. the bench squad is usually a little weaker, yeah. but you're playing against a weaker side as well. It, it's, it's not an easy job. But I'm, I'm fine with that six man. Dennis should have got it, but also, it's still fine. Do you think it's just because clips have made it so far? Oh no, it's off regular season, isn't it? You don't yeah, count yeah. the playoffs. Up till, I think, uh, March time, I didn't count the bubble. So. Right. Okay, yeah, well, you. living and learning, NBA. Who uh, votes for these things? A mix of uh, press and coach. I'm not sure on MVP, so though, is different. Get a shout, right. yeah. So it's a different, like, sort of jigsaw. You can find the, co- find the votes online somewhere, but let's not do that now. But, uh, no. you, you Maybe can. if we see anything we really object to, we yeah, can, we can go look and... and just name and shame <laughs> people. Like, that is not hot. Yeah, Twitter revenge. That's the way to live life. Yeah, let, cancel culture. Let's take it to the to the award votes. I think the one which we all agree on is rookie of the year. Oh yeah, who won that? Uh, Morant. Ja gets buckets. He does. I mean, that dude is playing like he's been in the league five six years, and he already owns yeah. everyone. And that was a clear choice. Like, I think. Yeah, it was. None second. None second. Was that it? Kendrick Nunn followed yeah. by Zion, and again, this. I love Zion. I, I wanted to draft Zion if we could. You know, we got the third pick, so we couldn't. But I don't think anyone can say his rookie season was the rookie season we wanted from Zion. No. You know, I don't think anyone can say that. They were so, very cautious injury. Getting injured in the preseason, yeah. and he missed out a few months. I mean, I'm even going to take my Knicks bias out of this mm. and say RJ Barrett was robbed. I don't think he should have got it. But he got one vote in like third votes or something. Sure. And he, his stats were good. He played in the worst spacing in the league because no one could shoot. He bullied his way through and he was like our leader at times. Is he a starter in the team? What's he? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, he, okay. Was, he was rocking crazy minutes and he yeah. was a primary ball handler a lot of the time. He was getting buckets, he was shooting. Um, and, he, you know, if the season hadn't been cut short, his improvement sort of February onwards. He was really starting to, to heat up, yeah. um, and I feel like he was robbed because he played all season and Zion didn't. And you know, it just feels like press votes to me. And yeah, I love yeah. Zion. I didn't see uh, RJ Barrett at all in headlines anywhere. No, you see, there's this thing called Knicks for clicks, yeah. and the idea behind it is that lol, typical lol Knicks and all this kind of stuff, because they went through you know 15 years of making stupid decisions, and they're in this huge media market where everyone's always watching them that now a lot of press companies have realised they can get a horrendous amount of footfall or clicks by trashing the Knicks. <laughs> so this kind of like lol Knicks thing. So saying, that as something, well. saying something nice is about the Knicks, like, you know, that doesn't really get the attention. It only gets Knicks fan attention. It doesn't oh. get all the legal, like, oh, lol Knicks, RJ Barrett, lol. But actually, he had a stellar season. You know, Mitchell Robinson, I'll talk about him in a minute when we get to one of the awards, let me tell you. But we'll move on because I'm ranting slightly. But yeah, Jamaran, completely deserved. Uh, coach of the Year, Nick Nurse. I mean, we're biased, you know, from Manchester Giants. That's um, true. So we have, we have to vote for Nick. But I mean, let's face it, going into the season, were they the sort of most underrated championship team we, we can remember that's a good point because when Kawhi left people thought everyone was like well you, had, you had some fun Raptors yeah. <laughs> if you if you make it to you know the 8th 7th seed good for you <laughs> yeah. you know um, and the thing is is that it's not like one player's just completely cooked and gone no. off watching them is great yeah I love watching their game they move the ball everyone buys yeah. in they defend like crazy you know as a coach that's what you want and, yeah. and you really can't complain so for me Nick Nurse. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And um, defensive player. Well, this is where I'm very upset. Oh, okay. I'm very, very upset. Okay. Again, I don't think he should have won it, but Mitchell Robinson hmm. did not make even like a vote in like the second team all defensive team or anything like that. And this guy is a block party on his own and can get blocks on the three-point line. He is on fire on the defensive end. He needs to do more on offense. He's just a rim runner right now. But I have watched him in the lane, in the key, trip or something, end up on his butt, 
recover, run out to the guy who caught the ball in the corner for a three, get out to it and block it, (laughs) and then get the rebound from him and then outlet. Like, this guy is consistently cooking on the defensive end and not not even anything. Do you think it's just because he's on a bad team? Yeah, well, that and because it's the Knicks. And I, I think ultimately the fix for that is the Knicks just need to start winning. And as soon as they have a bit of more of a winning record, people oh. might pay a little more attention to the details in it. But I feel sorry for him and RJ because right now they've been our two best players and they're our two rookies. And he was like a 37th pick or something out of the second round. Mm. Like he has been brilliant and not even a thought. But that's more sort of a defensive team. I'll go back to defensive player of the year yeah. and I've ranted. Um, oh, Yanis won it. He won it, yeah. yeah. He actually won it in landslide. Like a big landslide. That's interesting because I, I haven't watched a lot of Bucks games in full. I've watched highlights here and there. And of course, what you see is him cooking on offense. Yeah, people spoke about him I most of the year. I'll have a look at stats for him. Do you know anything about it? I don't. I just know that he's now like only the fifth player to win MVP and Vested Player. Wow. Well, I mean, good for him. Yeah. You know, as, as a guy that people were like, oh, he's a project. Some guy out of Greece who don't even know what he is. You know, you look back at his kind of, you know, the shots when you come into the league, they make you like hold the ball and move it in the jersey of the team and all that. Oh, shit. And he looks all like <laughs> wide eyed yeah. and happy to be there. Like, oh, I'm involved. You're so skinny as well. And first so skinny. Yeah. And he has just gone, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to settle. I'm going to yeah. keep, keep working. Um, I've got the stats up here. Let's have a look what he's done. So... Look at the improvement. His first season, 6.8 points per game. It's just absolutely insane. So, games played, 63. Games started, 63. Minutes played, 30. I mean, that's It's low. It's low minutes, isn't it? I mean, it's not that low when you've played every game. Um, What have we got? Pretty start, though. You think he's playing more than... um, Field goals, he's scoring 10 buckets a game. uh, Attempting 19, 20-ish shots a game. His field goal percentage is over fifty percent. I mean, what's the three point? What's the three point at? Where's that? Three point percentage. Very. Hey, he's improved it. He's improved it, and I think for him that's important. He just has to be respectable. Now he's at just above thirty percent. I don't think it's that too bad. It's not terrible, but I think league average is something like 33, 34. Okay. You want if he can be above average, he's going to kill teams. Yeah. Um. Let's see what we can find out. We've got. Defensive rebounds, 11.4 per game. Uh, I mean, that's insane. Total rebounds, 13. Um, so we haven't really got any defensive stats. No, here, it's hard to. I'd, I'd like to see defensive plus minus, for example. Um, I think we well, we've got steals and blocks. A steal and a block per game. Only one block per game at his size is surprising. Hmm. That's That surprises me. I suppose it's his presence and the fact that he is the freak that he is is affecting the offense going against them so much yeah. that it must be messing them up. Um, I feel like, i tell you what I'll do. Next next episode, we'll pull up the defensive stats, we'll look at the plus-minus, and we'll see what effect he's having on like opponents' field goal percentage, stuff like that, and we'll, and we'll review. Because that surprises me. I don't, in my head, think, oh, defensive player of the year, Yanis, definitely yeah, Yanis. I think with him, because he's so, so big and long and also strong and quick, you know, it's not got the length. He's crazy he's, athletic. Yeah. Yeah, he can guard sure. probably every position, I imagine. Just looking at the votes here, um, he oh, got... Yeah. Oh, well, he's landslide. He's landslide. Absolute landslide. First place votes, 75. The next one after that is Anthony Davis with 14. I mean, it's huge. Total points, 432. Anthony Davis, 200. Rudy Gobert, 187. So that it was close. I mean, do we feel like Ru- Rudy Gobert was left out because of the weird microphone incident? Because really, he wasn't was defending that? the nation. What was the microphone? Have you not seen this? Oh, I, I don't know. Oh about my this. God! I mean, we should go. We should go back to the news segment. This was huge. <laughs> Early coronavirus before the league was shut down. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of the first people to get a confirmed case. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And there's footage of him in the in the after the game scene. This is before the league closed or anything. He's taking interviews and stuff, and he's touching all the mics and laughing. Ah, uh, okay. And this yeah, really yeah. kicked off because Donovan Mitchell was like, "That's not funny, dude." Yeah, what are you doing? What are you, take it most? And he did come out and apologize and stuff. But, oh, you know, can you win Defensive Player of the Year when you're not defending the world? Yeah, well, a lot of people don't take COVID seriously, but that's not the place. It is the official <laughs> for this. stance of this podcast that it's a scamdemic and a hoax. <laughs> <laughs> because it is definitely realistic that everybody on the planet 
in any power, every nurse, every doctor, every politician, uh-huh. countries that hate each other and are at war are all like, right, we've got this secret yeah, deal, yeah. yeah. We're just going to like do let's, this fake thing. Let's all agree on this thing. Let's agree on this one thing and tank all of our economies just for the lols. <laughs> so we can make everyone wear masks. That's why. They invested in masks and uh, yeah, sanitizer. Yeah, that's it. So everyone's economy's going to bounce like uh-huh. crazy back up now, plus 50% GDP because of the investment in hand sanitizer. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> on this podcast episode too. Uh, I mean, so, is that a hot take? That is a hot take. Ooh, that's hot, that's hot. Ooh, that's contagious. Ooh. <laughs> Good one. I approve of this. Now, the last award not been given is MVP. Now, I have a, a Kuzma quote oh, on my phone. Good old Kyle. This. What's Kyle say? Let me drink he's, some of my cough syrup. Now, he's talking a bit about defensive player and uh, MVP here. He goes... Yo media, I'ma tell y'all this. <laughs> y'all, yeah. Y'all mess up this MVP like you did Defensive Player of the Year. We can have issues. Fr, which I believe stands for, for real. Oh, for real. Yeah. And they're going like fuck Ryan. Who's Ryan? Um, so Andy Davis was second in Defensive Player. You see, so he's commenting on that with Yanis, and also he wants LeBron to win MVP. So I was gonna say like, I immediately go to LeBron when any uh-huh. anyone's in the team with LeBron. And the fact that they picked out Defensive Player of the Year as Yanis, uh-huh. who's probably the most likely to be MVP, I mean, is that shots fired? It might be. And, and I read somewhere they were like trying to release MVP uh, award, like Game 3 or... or shots fired, sorry. Oh, shots fired! Shots fired! I forgot we had that. Uh, <laughs> shots were fired, but there was a delay. There was a Paul-based delay. I'm so sorry. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you to apologise, but he was straight up front. He's so polite. What was I talking about before? I don't know. <laughs> you were talking about Kyle Kuzma. Oh yes, they wanted the MVP results to be given out like in Game Three, the the Heat, and then Game Four and Game Five. They've been waiting. What are we waiting for? Oh, Maybe they like... delayed the announcement. But the thing is, yeah. it's supposed to. It's not. It's, it's supposed not to count yet. the regular season. Yeah, yeah. But people will look at it differently now because he's. Uh... He's not done well. See, in the that playoffs. is really unfair. Super unfair. There is an argument to say that you should count the playoffs, and I totally hear that. But to discount someone mid-season, end of the season, yeah. when they've already won it, basically, because you're like, oh, what about playoffs? Yeah. No, if you want to make that decision, make it in the off-season and say, this season we're going to include everything. Uh-huh. And I'll totally buy that. But I am bored of everybody trying to just lay out the red carpet for LeBron James. Yeah, nice. I feel like Kuzma's been a, a teammate trying to bum his, his leader. He is, like, but you we don't. We love you, LeBron. We love, we love you. you. Look what please, I said. Please don't get me <laughs> traded for who's old. Kevin Love. <laughs> Kevin Love plays the four spot. Right. Conspiracy is here. Conspiracy is here. Conspiracy is here. Conspiracy is here. What was a conspiracy? The conspiracy is Kyle Kuzma doesn't believe any of that. He's just trying to win favour with LeBron so he don't get his ass traded for Kevin Love. That's probably not that far out of the realm. <laughs> He's like, please, we play in the same position, but I'm young. I'll stay here. I, I say you're great. So please. the finalists, MVP, LeBron, Yanis and Harden. Who do you think? <sighs> Who's got it? I don't want Harden. I'm going to go straight out and say that. Do you know what? When I think about MVP, I try and think, it is about the most valuable player to their team. I have the same And thoughts. the difference yeah. that... How different their team would be without them. Mm. And I think the biggest difference, taking any of those players out, is between Giannis and Harden. Do you think? Yes, and it's because Anthony Davis exists. That's a good point. Because, good don't point. get me wrong, LeBron, fantastic player, one of the all-time greats. Uh-huh. But... The team can run without him on in a way that, you know, the Rockets can't quite. And the, the Bucks definitely can't. You know, their, their whole offense is kind of run through the idea of Yanis is going to work, he's going to do that spin move dunk on some people three, four times, and then they're going to overplay him, over-double, over-triple. We've got shooters everywhere. And they almost have to have a different game plan for their bench team uh-huh. because they don't have that piece it's based off. It's based off a mismatch across the entire league. But can you imagine being Yanis the year you get knocked out like that and you win defensive player and MVP? That's going to be a weird, tainted award. It is, but I mean, if you look at that, if you've won defensive player of the year and you've won MVP and you've got swept, your team needs help. 
Uh-huh. You know, That's you true. are absolutely That's cooking. True. I don't think anyone can say Yanis didn't do enough. You know, he is... I mean, he's still young, though, isn't he? He 25. Um, 20, yeah. 25. He's heading into his prime. He could, he could be better, but... Um, yeah, I mean... I think it's I might feel be... like LeBron's in the discussion because everyone's like, oh, is he he's one of the, you know, is he the goat and all that kind of stuff, and he's missed out on a lot of awards I along think, the way. Yeah. This might be like a legacy type thing because this might be his last year potentially win where he's one. really competing at the top, where he's yeah. not maybe second fiddle to someone else. And I feel like when he won, age comes for him. When he won those four, like in those five years, people stopped voting for him because he had four. It's like I vote for somebody else because he he was yeah. he already got some. Well, he's chasing the ghost in. Chicago, isn't he? I think he once said that. I think he was after by a lot of really? in Chicago, yeah. Um, for the record, is the official position of James of the Get Buckets podcast that he will never catch that ghost. Um, but that's that's my official position out there. Um, it would be between Yanis and Harden. You Who think? do I prefer as a player? I prefer Yanis. Mm-hmm. If you take Harden out of that team, how far do they really get? That is a very good point. Because I'm not a Harden fan at all. I don't like the ISO style game. I prefer the the Raptors style team ball, you know, yeah, or like Spurs too. style, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but I, I can see why Harden be in that. I can't decide between three of them. I will probably go for Yanis, but I feel playoffs shouldn't count. But I feel a little bit tainted. It's weird because everything's been so delayed that yeah. I think we have more information at this vote point than we normally. I feel like we're further into the playoffs than they normally are for these awards. I'm not sure. If I'm not sure. That's going yeah. off memory. I could easily be wrong. If anyone's listening and can correct me, please tell me because this weirds. Try again. I was going to say this weird's been so year. This year <laughs> has been so weird. I'm kind of all oh, it's September and we're talking about you know the semis of the conference. So working out the timings, you know, they were talking earlier today about the draft being pushed back. And normally the drafts already. Ha- I should be excited about a new Knicks rookie at this point. <laughs> and so I'm really not sure if we're having this discussion later in the playoffs and therefore we know more. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something we can review for the next for the next podcast, whether that has tainted how we see things. But I have to try and not look yeah. at the playoffs. So and what's, just... what's your pick? You have to pick one now and go. What have you? Yanis, because of where they finished. I'm going to say the same. I'm going to say the same. Yeah. I mean, where did they finish last year? I think they were top uh, of the whole league last year as well. Top of the East last year? Oh, oh, the best, best record of, of the league. So they would have been top of the East then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the top right. again this time, top of the league again. And then Kawhi just cruised into like another team in the East and was like, <laughs> let's have it. <laughs> Sorry, Yanis, you've got plenty of time, but I'm a robot. Uh, right, wow. Um, That's a hot take. Is that a hot take? I'm not sure, but I like the uh, jingle. How hot is- oh, okay. So your hot take is that you like the jingle? <laughs> Ooh, that's hot, that's hot. Okay, what you got next for me, Paul? We're going to move on to some games. Is there anything else you want to oh, talk about? Anything else? Oh, oh. I mean, I, wa- I was going to talk about um, the moving back of the draft, but I've already mentioned that. So you're telling me it's game time? It's game time, baby. Game time, baby. <laughs> it, I, I actually don't know the games for this episode, so <laughs> yeah, let me just get to. my cough medicine juice. I'm ready. Well, last week you did the games at the end, so this time I would do it. Uh, Thank you. We've got two. we got uh, Would You Rather... I'm going to give you two options you've got to choose between which one you want I have to do one of them yes you have to choose one of them I can't just go no they're both terrible you cannot do that you have to choose one and after that we've got a bit of true or false oh oh, I'm going to show myself up on I'll edit it out in post (laughs) okay I'm ready I'm ready so it's would you rather would you rather would you rather be the 76ers or be the Bucks right now because both are like haven't done well in the playoffs. We've got these big stars. I'm like, do we trade? Do they sign? Do we bring new guys in? It's a tough place to be if you're Do you know what's funny? When you said that, I was immediately like, what a stupid question. This is really easy. Uh-huh. And then I realised the Yanis contract thing is yep. a problem. Um, he might leave. And do you trade Embiid? Do you trade Simmons? Do you keep them? I think I'd rather be the Bucks and chance that I can build around him, ship some stuff out and keep him. Because I think that they've shown enough that they're on their way. I think the Sixers, you know, we talk about draft busts. I feel like they're a team bust. Like, as a team, yeah. they're just a bust. Like, yeah, where yeah. are they? Jimmy walked in and was like, well, you guys aren't what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Get me out of here. He took his face straight out of that he place. Did. He took his face in there and was like, I don't like your face. And he was like, I don't like your team. <laughs> you suck. That's it, I'm out. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd rather be the Bucks and hope I can keep him. Okay, uh, I think it's a good choice. 
Uh, would you rather have... This is okay, I've got some players to choose from. This is for one season only. You can't like, oh, he's younger, so he's better for his career. It's just one season. Just one Are we season. saying they're the same age or it's now? Uh, I will specify. Okay, let me get my oh. cough medicine juice. <laughs> so these two players are today's players. Although one's injured, so healthy. So maybe next year. Healthy version, but yeah. with the record, so they have a chance of injury? Would you choose... Uh, yes, mid-season. Okay. But it's only one season. So All right. Like, would you choose uh, Durant or LeBron to be in your team? Both small forwards, both great Ooh, players. That's actually quite tough. It because, is tough. Um, Durant's a better scorer he's overall. He's a better scorer overall. But, I mean, you can run the ball through LeBron. You yep. can build a team around LeBron. But you have to put pieces around him. Yeah. I think you could put Durant in a trash team and they still make oh, the yeah. playoffs. And actually, you put LeBron in that trash Lakers and they didn't make the playoffs. No. Because it's not he, he will get assists. Like LeBron's great and he'll score, but his assist game is mm-hmm. great. Durant's can score on everyone. So what are you choosing? I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Kev. Taking Kev? I'm taking Kev. <laughs> that's that's big. I I think I'll do the same, but it's hard, isn't it? That's, that's tough hard. because they are different players. Mm, yes. Okay, next two. Would you choose Yanis or Kawhi to be in your team for one season? One season. Again, super tough. Is there any context? Do I have a good squad? What what I got? It's uh it's say the Knicks now. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and age is not allowed to be a part of the debate. It's literally one. You got for one season. You got for one season. Who do I put with my very, very limited Knicks squad? I put Kawhi. I would go Kawhi as I'd well. I put Kawhi. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if age mattered, I'd put Giannis because actually he's going to age with the team. But yeah, I mean, who do I think will have the most positive influence on the end box scores, wins, losses, uh, you know, how much your players buy in, mm. how hard they work? I mean, Kawhi's a robot. He's, he's am- if only you played the regular season all the time, he would be MVP, right? Yeah. But he always yeah. like resting himself, make sure he's good for the playoffs. Well, he had um, that ankle injury off. Um, oh, Zaza, Zaza, Pachulia! <laughs> oh, man, just that guy. Yeah, he, he ruined a series. Next choice Bradley Beal or Clay Thompson? Oh. It's a tough choice, right? Because both oh. shoe guards, both shoe And we're saying. Mm. What squad are you putting him in? It's a, a good, good question. Because that does matter with this one. Yeah, because yeah, Clay's much better at catch and shoot, off ball. Yeah. I'm going to say just just your Knicks again. Go for your Knicks. I'm putting Beal in there. Yeah, I'm that makes sense. There. He can do a bit of everything. I would put Clay in like a... If it was like a five-seed team that were trying to push further, I'd put Clay in that every time. Because if you've got a squad that's already doing well and you add him, mm. he's going to cook you. Um, but fair. if you that's add fair. Clay to the current Knicks, he's going to score loads and lose. That's fair. Now I've got some uh, interesting ones. Prime D Rose Ooh, or Prime I, Westbrook? Prime D Rose. I think D Rose quick. is a superior Westbrook. Yes, I absolutely agree. But obviously Westbrook. Uh, I think D Rose is a smarter similar. player. Me too. Me too. Um, I think they've got similar attributes. And so Westbrook's been healthier for West- sure. Westbrook doesn't rebound as much, but I swear his his teammates were like boxing everybody out, so he just walked and grabbed it. Half I know the time. they definitely <laughs> helped him out, but I mean I don't hate him too much for that because there was a record there, and he was close to it anyway. I feel like That's they true. started doing that when he, when he was close. That's but, true. Um, for me, D Rose is superior. You've got very similar types of game, but Westbrook, you see him over dribble, you see mm. him forget to move the ball. I feel like D Rose will eventually just step away and go, "Come set a screen, we'll do a bit of pick and roll if yeah. nothing's there for him." Westbrook, I've watched over dribble, and his handle ain't great. He's just fast. He's he's very fast. He's but, very but fast. But similar players, right? I think Rose, Westbrook, and Wall all like a similar sort of strong, I think, fast. Athletic. I think if you ignore the injury history, I think Prime D Rose is superior to both of them. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, yeah. I, I love D Rose. Prime D Rose. Is, yeah. Oh my god, so good. Yeah. Even I mean, now, I love D Rose. Yeah, like, D Rose after his injuries, he came, when he was at the Knicks, he had a great season. Yeah. He just can't defend. He's just <sighs> lazy. Yeah. But like. Just because he doesn't dunk now, like he had like jelly layups, he had all sorts of stuff, double cross, yeah. um, and he was a really good, you know, offensive point guard the season he was at the Knicks. But even prime, he still had quite a few like niggly injuries. While Westbrook seems to be a bloody Westbrook, machine. considering the style of play he has, is almost invincible. I don't understand it, and I, I admire that. He's like the bionic man, isn't he? Um, Does but, that affect your decision? Uh, no, and it's because I said in the last podcast episode, I love to watch Westbrook play in highlights, but I want to see him play in someone else's team. <laughs> uh, I don't want him in my team. I've, I don't know how to build a team around Westbrook. Very if you're good. asking me as a coach, who do you put around Westbrook? I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. I don't know. 
But D Rose, D Rose can build a team round. Roll, yeah, yeah. yeah, a big that can rebound and can rim run, um, shooters, and a good defensive two guard. Someone who's that's, in yeah. fact Clay and D Rose. Oh my god, that'd be good. That'd would be, good. be nice. Yeah, because that's what they missed in that Bulls era. Had that Cal Someone to lock two, down a, go- a good defend. scorer, but also getting buckets from three. Yeah. When he's driving in the lane, you've got a spacer and 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 someone driving. That would be beautiful to watch. Yeah, it was a shame in those Bulls era because they had Butler just coming up as D Rose yeah. basically going down. Yeah. If those those two were like together, it they feels been like amazing. Butler's development happened almost because of D Rose's. Yeah, like, possibly, he yeah. had to take on a big push. So did Noah. They had to take yeah, on those that's a good point. It's um, yeah, Prime D Rose. I got a few more. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm full of Jägermeister. Now, Prime already. Ray Allen or Prime Reggie Miller. Prime Ray Allen, and that did not take me long to choose and that's <laughs> because, and it's not even a hatred of Reggie. Like I, okay. people, a lot of people like to go. Reggie's one of the overrated shooters of all time, and overrated. I agree with yeah, and really? I agree with that statistically because you look at the stats and they're not horrendously mind-blowing in the way you might think because his rep the problem was is that he did it in the clutch moments yes he did it in those yeah, moments yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when he went on fire he chose not to go on fire in meaningless yeah. you know so Reggie for sure and obviously perennial enemy of the Knicks but we kind of loved him as an enemy like he was a good enemy to have like it was entertaining mm-hmm. um, but people forget about Ray Allen before he was the third cog in a team yeah. he was the first cog in a team was it books he was and yeah, yeah and he could do everything yeah, I he mean, could do yeah. everything. You know, people used to say Kobe or him. Really? Yeah, oh, because okay. they had similar attributes. They could dribble, they could drive, they could shoot. I think what happened as they got older is Ray Allen became a stellar shooter. Yeah, catch and, and shoot. He worked was... at it at a crazy level, which meant he aged into that role. Yeah. But yeah, I'm taking Prime Ray Allen. That's fair. People always remember him now being the Celtics or Heat, don't they? Yeah. Which is that shame, moment that saved LeBron in the finals. Oh my god. Him, yeah. And Bosch as well got the rebound, but yeah. different, different. Yeah, story. but we all forget about Bosch. Uh, Sorry, this is Bosch. a simple one. Have a good offense or have a good defense? What do you, what you, do you prefer? Bit of D or bit of O? Have a good defense. Good defense? Yep. Yeah. Um, you're going to limit the other team, you're going to make them take poor shots, and you're going to get easy transition buckets. It's true. It's true. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people say a good defense is a good offense. No. It, no. It, you know, you you don't you don't do well by like, you know, hurting them at their end, so they're too tired to come and hurt you. No, 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 no. Cause them trouble when you're defending. You're going to get easy buckets, yeah. and you're really going to take the wind out of their sails. Don't let them get what they want. That's fair. I I like I'll go for defense as well because I think it's the mentality of everyone playing together to defend. Yeah, is a great team. I mean, team. Who's yeah. your favorite team to watch right now? Uh, I don't I don't know right now actually. I do not know. Man's Raptors. Is it? Okay. They defend like crazy. Yeah. They move the ball in a beautiful That's way. That's a good point, yeah. Their lead yeah. players are almost egoless when it comes to being a team player. Mm-hmm. You know, That's a very good point. They I'm do actually, a bit of everything. Yeah. Might agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, last one for... for uh, would you rather... Would you rather be able to dunk... <laughs> We can't dunk. We're six foot white guys. We oh can't dunk. Oh my god! I've been above the rim once. I surprised myself. So be able to dunk or be able to beat me one on one. I'm joking. Well, I, I only, <laughs> there's only one of them that's not true. So no. to be able to dunk or to do the perfect step back three. <laughs> You're almost asking like, do you want to be like a '90s highlight <laughs> or like a highlight from 2020? That's that's what I went for. Yeah. Do you know what? Can I take the third option of catch? <laughs> Fake the shot from the three-point line, and then go back. to drive, step back <laughs> that causes them to fall while you watch them fall, yeah. then take a swish and do an over-the-top J.R. Smith three-point celebration. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm taking that one every time. It's the Luca, isn't it? I'm not taking a three. I want to step back. I want to step back. I want to yeah, step yeah, I want to jump and then I'll take it. Yeah. And yeah. that's my would you rather. I loved it. Thank you very much, Paul. Do we have another game? We've got true or false. Oh, I'm scared. This is this is things about the NBA. Do you, do you know what's going through my brain right now? <laughs> I have got this Jägermeister and apple juice running through the brain. I don't think I would have passed any kind of exam before, but I'm ready. True or false? Clippers have a 49-season conference finals drought. The longest drought in history. Conference finals. Conference finals. True. Or Wait. False? When you say drought, is there teams that have never made it? So do we not include them? Is it like returning to the finals? I do not know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
Listen, I think maybe those teams are. I'm going to say new. true. It is true. It's yeah. true. I'm going to assume it's pe- returning. It's a drought because they've not been back. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I think um, it's true because weren't they a big deal in like the 70s? Like, they remember. were nearly like a nearly team. Second place is Charlotte the Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. So. Um, oh, which team? Was it like the young LJ, Larry Johnson team for Charlotte? But yeah, they're 30. This is 49. That's how many seasons they've had a drought. Oh, I mean, they were. Before it was Lowell Knicks, it was Lowell Clips. Yeah, like that, yeah. that used to be the thing. And then but that amazed me because the Chris Paul, Blake Griffin era. They were good, but never made the finals. They just, what was it? Lob City with Steve yeah. Ballmer celebrating. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, that's true. Uh, Playoff P, nickname, comes from Paul George having to leave the court during a playoff game to go over P. I've heard this. <laughs> I've really, I made that up. <laughs> I, I'm sure I heard that. Was it Paul George that had to leave to P or leave to have a leave to have crap or something? I don't. It, maybe it wasn't Paul George. Um, no, I'm gonna say no. It is, it is false. I made it up, but I, it surprised me because I've heard you've something heard something like about a player that was like, I have to go take a crap like right now. I think, it's... and they had to like make a really odd <laughs> trick. I'm gonna try. And, actually, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. try and look this up as our review section at the start mm. of the next podcast. Who was it? It was like, oh no, I'm gonna crap myself. <laughs> and there was someone who there was a rumor. There was like an urban myth that he crapped on the court, and it's from the nineties. We'll do it. We'll do a segment on crap next time. True or false? Shaquille O'Neal made only one three pointer in his career. False. I don't think he made any. It is true. He made one three pointer. Oh my god! The celebration. Go on YouTube, find it. Oh it's, my it's god. We'll do it after, but yeah, go right. on and find it. I'll review this for next time because I hope to God he went overboard with the celebration. Oh, yes, yes. Nice. Uh, I have two more. Go on. The three-point shot originated in the ABA. Ooh. You see, now, I know the three-point line uh, didn't exist in the 70s NBA before the uh, merger, but I don't know if it was just separately brought in or if it came from the ABA. Um... Based on the timings of it, I'm going to say true. It is true, yes. Yeah, yeah well done. Well Thank done. you. And thanks, ABA. <laughs> thanks, ABA. You can take your fucking Brooklyn Nets back, though. And uh, last one. This is an obvious true or false. Really obvious. Uh, the Knicks will never win a championship ever again. False. They're, they're coming back. <laughs> um, and let me be clear. If and when the Knicks win, it's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be so big because, do you know they're the most valuable sports franchise on the planet? I did what? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Manchester United is in the top ten. Yeah. Real Madrid is in the top ten. Knicks are the Knicks are the number one sports franchise, most valuable I mean, I get it, New in York, the world. That seems why That's why much, better. The thing is, they they suck and they sell out Madison Square Garden yes. every yeah. single game. Yeah. It's a shame. I went to a, a meaningless game against the Nets and it was buzzing. Yeah, yeah. It was absolutely bumping. It was wonderful. And you know, someday it's going to be party time. In your lifetime, or yeah, in my lifetime, <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, there's some fans, and I see it on Nick's groups that are like, I'm not sure I'll see it in my lifetime, but they're older than me and they've been waiting a long, long, long time. The basically the Knicks were derailed by the 2000s. In the 90s, they were really good, and in the 2000s, That's... they made so many mistakes, including uh-huh. trading away future draft picks because uh-huh. they were so obsessed. With not properly rebuilding. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get old stars. Trying and, to, and they did it wrong. And, well, you know, it was like a running joke of who's who's basically half a season away from leaving but used to be a star. Get him a Knicks jersey. Do you know we had Tracy McGrady? Yeah. When? <laughs> who knows? Do you know we traded and got... Um, oh, who's the Pistons point guard? Mr. Big Shot. Uh, oh, Billups? Yeah. We traded... And we used the year they made the rule that you could just wipe someone off as part of a trade without it affecting your cap. We used that to remove old Billups. He would have been good for the squad. He could have played oh, minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. It was just, it was just poor decision mm. after poor decision after poor decision. But you know, all it takes for the Knicks to come back is one almost good season. Almost good. It doesn't have to be like. You know, a 400 season. It mm. could be a 380, where someone goes off a little bit. RJ looks a bit special. Mitchell Robinson gets a vote for all defensive team. My God. Um, and do you know what? I might even make my hot, my hot take for the next episode. You heard it here first. I'm going to bring up all the stats on why Mitchell Robinson was robbed. 
That's going to be my hot take. We want people to come to our Stop podcast, it. not Nick, drive them away. There are more Knicks fans than there are any other team's fans. <laughs> they still suck. They do. They are. They're getting... Do you know what, though? Uh, someone was asking me as, as an Englishman, like, how does the NBA work? Because here in English football, for example, you don't have a draft. You don't have all that kind of stuff. We just have lower leagues. Like, you get promoted from the second league to the yeah. first league and the third league to the second league. And it goes all the way down to amateur stuff. Yeah. There, it's like, you either need to be great in the NBA, or you need to suck and rebuild. You couldn't do draft anyway, because the European uh, football leagues are too close, aren't they? Yeah. It's like leave or whatever. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. So, But what I tried to explain to some friends is that the key to rebuilding in the NBA is being bad in the right way. Um, okay. And what the Knicks did really wrong for 15 years is they were bad in the wrong way. If you're going to be bad, be bad developing youth. If you're going to be bad, keep your draft picks and draft some guys and build a squad. And then yeah. either they become mediocre enough that you package them together for something, or they build enough you've got a couple of pieces you can build around, you bring someone in, you're starting to build something. What the Knicks did was, paid people crazy money to suck. Yeah. You know, yeah. Joakim Noah. We paid a lot of money to Joakim Noah. I think until the end of this season, we're still paying him. Did you trade for him or just sign him? No, no, they signed Sign- him. Yeah, Bulls didn't want him injury. anymore. He was like, they signed him. No and way. there were rumours, right? This, this, <laughs> I heard a rumour, and I have no source on this because it was ages ago, that as part of the interview with Phil Jackson, who for the record I think is probably the best coach of all time because he's a weirdo, but as an executive, he was terrible. Yeah, you've told me many times. Terrible. You, Some of the weird stuff that he did. It was very strange. There was a rumour that in the interview... With Noah, he was like, how's your injury doing? Are you okay? And apparently Noah did pull-ups on Phil's arm. What? Like, Phil held something and he grabbed onto it. And this was a rumour flying. And <laughs> Isn't pro- Noah like seven foot? The, pro- the problem work? with it... Well, Phil's really tall. He used to be a part Oh, of course, yeah, you did, didn't he? Yeah, but yeah. the problem with this is that Phil Jackson's actions at the New York Knicks ended up so crazy that it's possible. <laughs> I mean, you know, it came out that Dennis Smith Jr. after his interview for the draft that year, we didn't get him that year, we ended up getting him that year. I don't want to talk about that. Oh my God. But he was in an interview afterwards and went, what was your interview like with Phil Jackson, the legendary coach? And he was like, he asked me if I've ever eaten shrimp or octopus. He's an odd chap. He's very strange. He's See, in the last dance, he was getting everyone to do meditation. Yeah, and, and do you know what? I think when good, you're but... in the group all the time, you can bring these weird ideas. But when you... You know, you're very removed from the group, and you just like come in and ask a weird question, and then leave. You're a strange old man. <laughs> That's what you are. Yeah. You're not like a maverick. You're a weirdo. And back then, when he was winning all the time, people might be like, "Okay, Ooh, he's winning." So it's what a works. maverick! He's so weird. Let's go yeah. and do yoga. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you know, the problem was that he was obsessed with having the triangle offense, which is a bit dated. But I like it as a like a basketball purist. But certain it's teams a, works for right. And yeah. I mean, I don't think it'll work to be a championship team in the NBA these days like it used to, but. He was so obsessed with it that he wanted to enforce it on the Knicks, but he refused to coach them. He refused to be the coach. So he would hire, like, patsy coaches, and he would interview them and be like, well, how do you feel about the triangle? And they'd have to, like, sort of blag that they're big on the triangle. So if they weren't, they had to try and adapt triangle principles into something they actually wanted to do. It was a real mess. It was a real mess. So it's been one disaster after another. It is, for what it's worth, getting better. They haven't been trading away future draft picks. They picked up loads of stuff. When the KP went, they picked up two different drafts, first round draft picks. They picked up bits and bobs from lots of people. So we actually have a lot of assets. The only contracts we've taken on that are always like two years max. And they are tradable assets where it's quite a good price. Mm-hmm. And if and they're like, you know, it's never like a player option to come back for silly money. No, it's a team option where they can choose whether we keep them. So yeah, we've yeah. kept ourselves very adaptable. We've got some young pieces and we've got lots of draft picks and assets. So I do feel good about it. The key now is can the front office do good business? And that, that's where we're at now. We're very excited. We've got Tom Thibodeau. They picked up some people in the front office that have big reputations that have never been with any team before. They've always been agents. And like, you mm. know, in this crew, they know that guy, they know this guy. So I really hope that we're seeing them turn it around. Yeah. See, I wondered when I asked a Nick question in my, in my games, what would happen? Turns out it will start a massive rant by James. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's not a huge surprise there um, because this is actually the best time for me to talk Knicks. I'm genuinely optimistic about the Knicks right now well. because historically they had a bad team and a bad front office and no assets. Now they have a bad team that's mostly young, 
loads of assets, and hopefully a good front office. And that is different. I'm sure they can blow up soon. Like, no. No. Hey, you can't talk. The Bulls front office is still terrible. Oh, we, yes. We've shipped ours out. We've got something special now. Yeah, that's, that's You can quote true. me on that. In two that's years, true. the Knicks are going to be significantly better than they are now. Well. That's not even a hot take. I'm not even playing the jingle. That's, oh, that's not hot, hot, hot. There you go. <laughs> now. Is that... Is that we, have I you got any more content that's, for me? That's all my games and content done. Right, then. Then I have to ask you. Oh. What the hell was that game yesterday? We, play, we played a pickup game and Paul couldn't hit anything. Oh. I was on fire. You were on fire. You I was, was hitting Euros. People were jumping at air. You got a three, which was pretty nice. I, 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 I was 100% from three. Yeah, I... I went three for four. It was my first time twos. back in a game. Disgusting. I, yeah, I've got a shoulder injury, so I'm What tight, a lie. This is complete rubbish. He is younger than me. I, I've got a sample from the last episode where he said, I'm better than you are. And yet we turn up in the game, he did nothing. I was playing team ball. I passed the ball. I, team I, ball? I made some great assists. You made some great assists where I scored. Is that what you mean? Harry scored a couple of Harry assists. scored a couple. Shout out to Harry if you're listening. He, he got a couple of... In fact, Harry, this for you. When Paul passes to me, <laughs> me, um, but my defense was fire. You can't. No, that's true. That. That's true. You were the young Jimmy Butler to my old Jimmy Butler. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I got buckets. You got stat padding. I got blocks, baby, and steals. <laughs> I got so many steals that game. Come on. Do you know what? We've got an I get buckets um, sample, but we don't have a like my house. We need a my. We house. need a my house. And do you know what? I'm gonna get you to record it in honor of your <laughs> marginal block party in our in our informal <laughs> local rec league last night. It's good fun though. Nice to be playing basketball again. It is nice, nice to be playing. Yeah. So, in honor of our rec league team, go Bricklayers. And uh, I guess until next week. Get buckets. Get buckets. Yeah.